0: Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 301. On this episode, we've got a few news items, and then we'll be talking about Grandfathered, The Grinder, Young and Hungry, Life in Pieces, Mom, and the series premiere of Superstore plus a brief reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 301. I'm Kyle from NoReruns.net.
1: I'm Amory from MyTakeOnTV.com.
2: And I'm Jason the TV-holic from tv Thank
1: you, Kyle, for that introduction. In the news, ABC Family... Soon to be freeform has renewed the Fosters for a fourth season, when I believe season three doesn't even start till January 18th. With what's his name 2.0, Jesus 2.0, Jesus 2.0 is a worse actor than Jesus 1.0, and he's like ten feet taller.
2: They recast so, one of the characters.
1: Yeah, Jesus. He left, Jake Austin left the show and they recast him instead of...
2: Instead of writing the character out or, or yeah. killing him off.
1: <laughs> Which, they had a car accident and I thought he was going to die, but then they just recast him. So that's ABC Family.
2: <laughs> was there some sort of injury and surgery involved and he came out looking
1: no, different? No, I thought that's what they were going to do too because the guy looked so drastically different. But that was not the case. And... He went to, they did, he was in one episode, the season finale last year he was in it, and it was like, um, oh, you've grown, you've grown so much since you went away to wrestling camp, because he's six <laughs> feet tall. <laughs> <A> growth. Um, <laughs> other news, CBS has ordered seven more episodes of Supergirl, just because it started so late in the season, um, it would have gotten a fullback nine probably if it had started in, you know, September or whatever. Disney XD renewed Star Wars Rebels for a third season. And Hallmark Channel has canceled Cedar Cove after three seasons. Did I say Cedar Cove?
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> Nobody was going to correct me?
2: Good old Cedar Cove.
0: Cedar... That sounded interesting. I want to see that show.
1: They've canceled. Oh, man. Cedar... <laughs> they <said> they... <laughs> They've canceled Cedar Cove after three seasons. I had never watched a single episode. Which one was that? With Andy McDowell?
0: Uh, I think so. It was someone famous.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. It was that, it was those TV actors in that show?
1: Yes. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's, like, Hallmark movie actors, and then there's, like, famous people.
2: Wasn't Colin Ferguson in, like, the last season or two of that?
1: Oh, who knows? He's too busy hamming it up over on Haven. Boy, is he a ham. Uh...
2: Or playing a washer-dryer.
1: Oh my god, running like a refrigerator (laughs) with his fake beer in it. (laughs) Anyway, prime time! We're moving right on from the news, because there wasn't much else to add. Grandfathered, Kyle's favorite show, season one, episode eight, Gerald's Two Dads. I don't mind this show. I mean, I watch it and laugh. Is there something specific you don't like?
0: No, I I think it's perfectly fine. It's just nothing that... Right, right. that, ...that... is something I look forward to every week. I just watch it because I usually watch it before the grinder because mm-hmm. there's a couple extra minutes at the end that always show up on the grinder episode. Right. So I need to watch this first so I can delete it and then watch the grinder. But yeah, I mean, in this episode, I really liked um, TV's Andy Daly, his guest starring, yes. uh, his guest starring role on there. So it'll be interesting to see if he's on for longer if they play out this whole rekindled romance with the ex-wife and if he's jealous but I almost want her to end up with him because he's a better guy and a And I dad. really
1: liked the character I really liked the ease with which they did reintroduce him and how it's very clear why these two were together I, I just really liked him and Padgett Brewster together I don't know I don't know guys I hope he is around for a while I don't know if he will be I didn't read anything about like casting spoilers or anything
2: yeah, I didn't even know he was supposed to be on. Neither did I. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like, I don't know, maybe he'll be around.
1: So we got a solid maybe.
2: It, he'll be, or at least the character will be around. Maybe he's not on right. every episode, but he's mentioned or he's still sort of part of the show.
1: I don't really like Josh Peck. I don't hate him. There's I just something about him that annoys me.
0: I didn't even realize he was a Drake and Josh guy. <laughs> until the news came out that they were doing a reunion on an upcoming episode. Like, it didn't even occur to me that he was the kid Well, he on that. does
1: look significantly different. No, He I would looks say, like
2: a goofy John Stamos.
1: Well, let's <laughs> not go that far. He doesn't look that much like him.
2: I think he looks enough like him that it was actually good casting, that oh, sure. he looks like he could definitely be his son.
1: But, I don't know. I don't know that he's that funny. I was never a Drake and Josh fan. And if I had been a Drake and Josh fan, I think I was more a fan of Drake Bell than I was of Josh. I did like him as Ray Ron on the Mindy Project. (laughs) Josh Beck. I wish we could see him more as Ray Ron. But, I don't know, Christina Milian, I don't hate her. It's just one of those shows where you're right. Like, I don't have anything against it. It's just not a show I'm like... Like, last week, there wasn't a lot of stuff on. So it was one of the shows yeah. I watched <laughs> But this week it probably won't be watched until tomorrow morning because I have Fresh Off the Boat back and the Grinders on and you know so all that jazz is happening.
2: The Flash, iZombie. And I
1: don't watch Ages I'm not Steel. caught up I'm not caught up on the flash, I'm not caught up on iZombie, I'm not I am caught up on SHIELD, which is just the weirdest sentence I've ever said because <laughs> I'm usually not caught up on that.
2: I don't know about grandfathered, it's still It's like one that I keep, I don't know, I keep watching it, sort Mm. of like Kyle, like I watch it because it's paired up with the grinder and I just leave the whole hour recording. And it's, it's all right. There's, there's usually at least something that's kind of funny here or there, Mm. but mostly it's become what we thought it was going to be, which is Jimmy learns a lesson each week and becomes a minutely better person. Because you can't have him become, you know, an actual good guy where he's learned all the lessons because then the show would be over. Exactly. He's got to continue to. But I mean, sometimes he's just so clueless. Like
0: in this episode when he's doing his whole, oh, whoa, remember all those memories we had? And like trying to like duck out of the the, like five person family dinner like super early. like. How could he possibly be that clueless? Like, that's going to work, and people are going to think that he was there for a long time.
1: But I did love how quickly Padgett Brewster's character was like, Who are you talking to? There are five of us here. Like, we're all in the same room. Like, I liked those moments. I think, really, it all comes down to I just really like her. I think she's very funny. She should be doing comedy always. I think that she might be
2: the reason that I'm still watching the show, is because her reactions to things and, and stuff are are usually the stuff that I find funny or mm-hmm. or interesting in the show. I also like his assistant. Like yes. she's she has a lot when of good She
1: stuff. walked out of the tent and was like, see you guys later <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Love that.
2: Yeah, when you realize that she wasn't just out camping, she was out camping right. for for sales.
1: I loved that. Yeah. So I mean we don't really have much more to say about it. Other than we are still watching. We're not 100% positive why, but it's not necessarily because we hate it. We don't hate it. So how's that for a solid? I've been keeping
2: up with it, too. So it's not like one that yeah I've just been leaving on the DVR and it's been backing up. I I do keep watching it, so I guess there's that. But I could as easily drop it as keep watching it. You know? Same. <laughs> yep. Same here.
1: Same here. It's companion series. The Grinder, season one, episode eight, giving thanks, getting justice. Fred Savage continues to be my favorite person in the world. I think Stewart is awesome.
0: Well, it's like classic Fred Savage from like... Yes. The same Fred, the exasperated, like always nervous, always upset about something. Like
1: that's yes. what
2: he plays so well. And you just love that character. Yes. <laughs> like when he's trying to explain where he saw his mother and how, how he saw his mother. (laughs) And they're trying, you're trying to get that picture in your head.
1: Wait, how does that work? I loved it so much.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that, that whole thing. But this episode for me was all about Timothy Oliphant. Oh my God. And and the grinder, New Orleans. (laughs) He's so funny. The whole twist that he was the one that pushed Dean over the over the edge of finally going, Yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. This is not what I signed up to do. Yeah. And then <laughs> quits the show and then they do a spin off and it's starring Timothy Oliphant as the grinder's brother.
1: So perfect.
2: <laughs> He's grinding in New Orleans now.
1: I like that they also when he first saw him on the beach, they didn't explicitly say like, Oh hi, Timothy Olivant. You just heard, you know, Rob Lowe say, Oh hey, Timothy. Like he was very much like, <laughs> like he could have just been a character named Timothy that, like, to people who only watch, you know, some TV, they may not actually know who he is. But it's very funny that he's like, hi, Timothy. Like, we all know that he they're friends because, you know, they're surfing in Alibu together or whatever. Yeah.
2: Well, there was also the line in there where Timothy says something and Dean's like, that's justified. Yeah, he's I like, love that. Don't, ta- don't ever take your shirt off
0: unless it's <laughs> yeah. justified.
1: I love that.
0: But I just loved throughout the episode, they had like the getting more and more absurd situations like, Oh, you have to do your shirtless scene where you're interrogating the Vice president and like <laughs> just all these ridiculous <laughs> things that kept on going on over and over again.
1: I love Jason Alexander too, so it was fun to see him there. What was his name? I just loved him, taking his word. you held my arm <laughs> that's that was just really fun,
2: yeah, using the we'll shoot it both ways and then we'll we'll do whichever one works best for the best for the scene. And then obviously they go with the one without it.
1: Obviously. Without his
2: shirt on.
1: I think the kids are hysterical. I wish that there was more with them. I love when Zadak is involved. He wasn't in this episode, but her boyfriend slash his friend that's a senior is amazing. I just like like how they have this great interaction with their uncle. Like even though he wasn't around, like, they really do have a good relationship with him, which I think is awesome.
2: Well, they did show in this episode with the flashback that they did at least, you know, like via Skype or whatever, that yeah. they did periodically just, keep in contact. It wasn't like, yeah, he was just gone and completely out of their lives. Exactly. He just wasn't, like, in town.
1: Exactly. Um, I, and I think Mary Elizabeth Ellis Day, like, I'm so glad she's doing, like, she's on a show that I mean, nobody's really watching, but... um I'm watching and enjoying, and I just love her, and I want to see her succeed because I love her and her husband so very, very much.
2: Was it the previous episode that she got a storyline with at her job with her assistant?
1: Yes, with her assistant. <laughs>
2: where, where somehow so the tables got turned,
1: and, I, and <laughs> she's getting the I assistant coffee. Very quickly, which was amazing.
2: It seems
0: like ever since they like switched the showrunners, they've been doing less and less at the law firm. It seems like they've been concentrating – like they had the, the play one, then they had the thing at her office. Now they had this one that didn't take place in a law firm at all with any of those people. I, I wonder if they're
1: – It's a solid choice if that was a but choice. But they still had
2: happen. him fighting his ticket and and getting his parking ticket taken away by going to
1: – But I wonder if that's the creative difference. Was, was the creative difference that they want to focus more on the family and less on the business side? Yeah, or, I don't know. I don't know. I'm liking it. I'm glad that it's maintained consistency. You know, aside from the court stuff, maintained consistency between the new and old people.
2: I like it for the sort of Hollywood TV spoofery of it, mm-hmm. and that they take some aspect of a show and or making a show or something like that, and that's the the idea that the episode revolves around. I'm not right. I'm not sure, like how well that works for like a hundred episodes or something. (laughs) But right now I find it really funny. And it's, it is one of the shows that I, it's not one of the first things I watch necessarily from Tuesday night because Tuesday nights has so many things, but Mm. it is one of the shows that I do look forward to each week though.
1: Same. I would say it's like fresh off the boat, the grinder, and they're at the same time. Those are the two shows I watch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I watch all the comedies first. I usually don't end up with any yeah. of those dramas and the flashes and those until like the next day or something. But.
1: I don't
2: Saturday know. I almost almost yeah. do the opposite. Even I usually let the comedies like pile up and then it's just like Friday afternoon or something like that. It's, it's time to watch comedies and just mm-hmm. watch comedies all day leading up to Undateable or something.
1: Oh, undateable. I, did you see? Oh, this is not news, but Whitney's going to be on it, which I think is really funny. That show was a middling success at best. It had two seasons.
2: That was one of the best lines, you know, one of the best, obviously, on the spot lines. Yeah. Uh, was about Christie D'Elia having the potential of having two short-lived comedies and going off into obscurity. <laughs>
1: like, yes. Oh, I love him, though. Young and Hungry season three. <laughs> we don't, I guess it doesn't have an episode number. Well, that's the thing is they don't, they don't because it was is, just their holiday episode, yeah. And it,
2: yeah. it doesn't fit in necessarily with usually they do like a holiday episode and it's sort of out of place. And you would say, Oh, this actually takes place like during season two around like episode 12 or right or some such thing, but apparently it's just like. Episode well, yeah, zero
1: of, the episode of season that three was the finale. Josh's brother was in town. So you would think if they were celebrating Christmas, Josh's brother would still be in town.
2: Yeah. Or, um, or this is an episode that it plays at Christmas and it should actually take place and be like episode eight of season three or something. Right. Uh, but they play it at Christmas time, you know, out of order. I don't know. Maybe it'll end up being something like that. But right now it just feels like one of those weird things that you're just like, oh, it's a it's like a weird Christmas special where there's sort of character development, but where does it take place within right. the story? Right. Yeah, but it didn't really have anything to do with any of the relationships so much. So
1: right. it you was don't really scary. have to
2: worry about it. It was with the sister relationship and stuff and And we'll never see Jackie. Yeah, but Harry. you'll never see Jackie. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> you but it still it was you learned something about that character yeah. and, and there's things. And so it's like, is that just a thing or is, is that going to be something that's actually goes into the storyline at some point?
1: Cause did we even hear that she had a sister before?
2: I don't remember everything.
1: So. Um, but it was, I mean, you couldn't, they were great together. I love Jackie. I love her. I've loved her since two, two seven. I loved her on sister, sister. I love her. Um, But it was young and hungry writing, so it wasn't great. It was very predictable.
0: See, I think I'm the only person that didn't guess all these seemingly obvious things. Like, he was faking his injury. She was faking to get the money. I I guess I I, I was only, like, half watching it.
1: The money, maybe I didn't necessarily. But the injury, I was like, I don't think he would get hurt. So I don't know. But, I mean, it was a fun episode.
0: Oh yeah, I I liked all this stuff with the woman at the at the store <laughs> ringing things oh, up, yeah. even though it is so unrealistic that they would allow her to do that, especially when they just had a fifty percent off sale. They would not give her full price with a, with a uh, without a receipt. But I mean, it was an
2: entertaining thread. I like to take how up these, going back. these
1: two were clearly penniless and will do whatever they can do.
2: <laughs> yeah, gets the what like the eight hundred dollar purse for. 20 bucks and then decides to return it. And then they wants to give you the all $800. But it turns out to be, like you said, it's a half price sale. So she buys like a $1,600 ring or whatever with the $800. And,
1: Just classic Gabby.
2: And then they finally return that, but what's then they Gabby get the full, the full money back. Um,
1: well, so-so, but what's for real? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think about right now. I like her. Once again, Rex Lee, I could take him or leave him. He's just he has gotten worse as the years go on, as far as acting ability. And sorry, Rex Lee. Yeah,
2: I don't know that he listens to the podcast. (laughs) I don't know as you see him on more stuff. They they just keep his the characters that he plays keeps going more extreme, right? And over the top and stuff, and and you're just like his. This, the same guy that was on Suburgatory, you know, like... Oh, is that? You know, he was on, I didn't entourage. even remember that he was on Suburgatory.
1: You know he was on Entourage before Suburgatory, right?
0: I had never watched Entourage.
2: Yeah, but I'm talking was, about playing a role of... He was like a side character there. I mean, he was a side character on Suburgatory. He was playing, Jeremy
1: Kivens' assistant. Yeah,
2: but playing a character in, in a comedy, because I never... Yeah, totally really feel that Entourage and being one of those half-hour premium cable shows not necessarily a comedy. I don't know, with this, and then he was on something else, and now this, I think, or something like that. And it just seems that he's gotten more extreme with these things, I guess I would say. He's very
1: stereotypical.
2: Post-Entourage.
1: Yes. So that's Young and Hungry. I mean, it's a perfectly easygoing show to watch all the time. I do watch it when it's on regularly. It's nice to have a little Christmas with them. But I, I will end with this. I need Gabby and Josh to just get together. That's it. <laughs> yeah.
0: They'll take four That's... seasons like Melissa and Joey and then
2: fun. They're
1: entering season four very soon. So Is let's... it already season four? Well, yes. Yeah, season four, I think, starts in February. Season three. Starts in February?
2: Yeah, because the end of season two was the last season. Oh. and. This and we're is, calling
1: this the first episode of season three.
2: This is yeah. a season three episode at this point. <laughs> right.
1: At any rate, I just, I'm sick of it. And that's all I have to say about that.
2: Yeah, because so far the reasoning has been lackluster. In, yes. in the keeping them keeping them apart. And we've already seen, I mean, this is the type of show just similar to like Melissa and Joey that, if they were together they would still get into
1: <laughs> exactly all
2: kinds of problems what?
1: she would... what's happening on baby daddy are they together Danny and riley i think so or did he pr- propose in the finale
0: i think he proposed and she said no or something and then he reproposed
2: in the finale didn't he i don't know i'm totally blanking that's like so long
1: ago cuz it was bonnie's wedding and he proposed and i think it went to bra- it went to commercial like end of show commercial on the proposal. So I think that was the finale. I don't think there's been an episode since that. At any rate, hopefully they'll finally get them together. So I Didn't they like come back, back after, after that.
2: They did episodes after.
1: I swear. I have no memory.
0: The last episode that we're aired was called. It's a nice day for a Wheeler winning. So mm-hmm. I no, not.
1: they did not. <laughs> no, <maybe> not. <laughs> so no. So anyway, we've gone off the rails, um, but that's young and hungry.
2: And that's also how this podcast rolls. It's off the rails.
1: Life in Pieces, Season One, Episode Nine, Hospital, Boudoir, Time Out, Namaste. Namaste? Namaste? Namaste. I don't really know how to say it. Namaste. Namaste. You didn't watch lost. I watched every episode (laughs) alone. I love this show. And I was thinking as I was reading this title, it's very similar to how we title or Jason titles are. (laughs) just four yeah. random words thrown together.
2: Well, um, I usually try and make a sentence out of it. If you read it, it sounds like something for our titles. I use one word for each from each show
1: <laughs>
2: and try so and make something that sounds like something.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> little kid on her timeout was hilarious.
2: When See, she I said didn't...
1: there's a new kid in class who said who will pronounce Narnia Nania. <laughs> just love that she, in her head, in her timeout, (laughs) is thinking about the Bostonian in her class. (laughs) And now he says Narnia and not Narnia.
2: That was kind of funny. The only thing that, that bothered me in that episode or in that section of the episode was she gets in trouble for saying ass and gets sent to her room. And then when she sits down to write out all the bad words she knows... Apparently that's not one of them.
0: Yes, that bugged me <laughs> as well. I was wow. thinking the same thing when she was doing that. I'm like, she wrote down Booger Bum and the F word. And the then F-word, I was like, what about
2: the fart. one you said to get there? <laughs> but then, yeah, but then clearly the one she said to get in trouble, not on the list. And I was Maybe like,
1: she maybe she hadn't stopped. We just saw her stop with the F word fart.
2: No, because then she turned into a fart tree. And <laughs> Me she was going in alphabetical <laughs> order though, so she would have started with
1: <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I, I
0: see the timeout one I didn't really care for as much as like I thought the first night out was great. Like Yeah, I but, like this I like the hospital, the hospital date where they
1: really I just love that. Zoe Lister Jones with such passion. Like, like I love her so much.
0: Like how they're commenting on just the art, like it's an art gallery <laughs> as they're walking down the wall. Then the old guy with his diaper is like, we're not changing diapers tonight. Oh my <laughs> like,
1: I also loved how when Colin Hanks went up to talk to the nurse and the nurse said, we'll get to you when we get to you. And she's like, I'm so glad you guys finally met. Like, <laughs> she said, oh my God. I loved it. There's just so many good throwaway lines between the two of them. Cause it just, it feels really natural, normal they're this they, they feel like a real couple yeah but just the that. whole
2: thing of like after a bit they're just like maybe we don't want to get in right away yeah <laughs> type of thing and like how she gets excited seeing the, the
0: mass uh accident come in she's like all right <laughs> <laughs> looks like we got more time <laughs> Uh, and then the the, the Boudoir photos too the stuff with the brother-in-law. Oh my was god. It's just so well done. Like, like when, just him walking in when the dad so walks in. <laughs> like and then the dad, yes, but I'm doing it for money. It's okay. <laughs> oh my god.
1: It's so good.
2: Or him just like totally messing up by like for whatever reason he starts laughing when he sees the pictures which he clearly looked hot in classic and gets himself in trouble so he does the his own full of all kinds of
1: Hilarious. I,
2: I love but yeah i love the start of it when he he walks in and he's like he's like can you help me out i can't seem to get a good picture of my butt <laughs> no. and he's like no i'm not doing that He's like, I'll give you 200 bucks. He's like, give me the camera.
1: I love it. I love it so much.
0: You get the whole freeze frame
1: montage. I loved it. I just think that the show, they're continuing to prove to us that any character works well together. And I love that. I don't even remember what happened in the Namaste one. Namaste. It was
0: with the dad where he suddenly wanted to spend more time with all the kids and then they like, get annoyed with him and then the mom.
1: Mother... Oh, and they had to give him the world's best dad mug, <laughs> and then he has yeah. the whole cabinet full of mugs. And,
2: and then yeah. he's like, How did you know? And she I opens up dad. the she opens up the cabinet and it's like world's best golfer, <laughs> world's so best bad. this, world's best that. Uh it just
1: it just gets better for me for every episode.
2: I like sort of the each has like a focus. You know, there's some funny stuff that happens, and there's it usually writes to some sort of you know conclusion that has yeah uh, you know builds to something funny like like the last one opening the cabinet and having all the the she's been giving him mugs for years to get him to stop focusing on something and i think it's working well in that they don't have to try and create you know 22 minutes of interlocking stories or something or where the right. whole episode builds to something or whatever you are just really seeing just little pieces out of these people's lives that are taking place you know consecutively they're not i mean if they were doing them just like randomly out of order that would be messed up but like suddenly the kid's 20 suddenly the kid's <laughs> 16 the, the,
0: the one thing that bugs me though is how they feel the need to show a coming up on i mean the thing's yeah. only like 5 minutes i don't need to see all the funny parts that you're going to show me like like, just go to a commercial or add another minute into the episode.
1: Yeah. No, I'm with you. Uh, I don't think I have anything else to add, except that I think that little kid is freaking hysterical.
2: But I'd say that, that it's Life and peace is in Pieces and The Grinder. Those are the, yeah. those are the two new comedies that I think are sort of, I think kind of stood out in the beginning, but are continuing to grow and definitely standing out from the rest of the stuff that's, but wait, we it's haven't got the fall. super story yet that's coming up. So. <laughs> Hold I your thoughts. I can't. No, it's can't still, wait. that's still, it still <laughs> pertains. Still...
1: I can't wait for Angel from Hell in January. I really can't. You know, my love for Kyle Bornheimer knows no bounds. And I really wanted to succeed. So that's the life in police, police's. Life in Pieces.
2: Life in Pieces is that on the same network as Cedar Grove,
1: Yep, Cedar Crove <laughs> and Life in Pieces coming to a TV near you. Mom, Season 3, Episode 4, Sawdust and Brisket. What happened in this episode?
0: I couldn't even tell you. I watched it.
1: You watched it and you couldn't I, even tell
0: me. No, I think you guys are good. like like the whole Southwest thing. You guys are trying to get me to to forth <laughs> oh mom. You didn't
2: like, have to watch just because it made the list, Kyle. <laughs> I was watching this when the daughter
0: came on. I'm like, who's that character? She has a daughter. Like in advance, like it's. I think I watched the season finale last year, and like I already completely forgot what the show was about
2: <laughs> about like the three generations, but. Well, this was – that was the thing was at the end of this episode, while it made sense sort of like story-wise and then, you know, she would end up going back and trying to work it out with the guy or whatever, I almost kind of wanted to see her back in it so it was sort of like the three generations and yeah. trying to uh, – I I almost think that, she, the you know, the daughter doesn't appear enough. They've – I mean – Obviously, the show has become Bonnie and, and, and Chrissy.
1: Christy. Yeah,
2: Christy. It's become, you know, focused on their relationship and them. And so they've sort of, you know, they've shuffled the son off to live with his dad and his rich girlfriend. And even though story-wise, she's upset about that or whatever, he's mostly there. Uh, you know, the daughter has moved in with somebody. And so... It's made the focus more on them, which, I mean, given that a lot of with them on screen is what works on the show. uh, But I would like to see some of the three generations things, which was interesting in the beginning. Uh, But this episode was also had Bonnie trying to make amends with the with the lady in the apartment complex that she had stole the cat tranquilizers from when she was uh, back when she was getting high. I just I love that you found out that that lady was freaking out on her because she had a father that was a drunk. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: I like how this show is both funny, but takes the subject matter seriously. Yes. But then you get stuff like, you know, they finally, they invite her in for tea. And as they're, as they're walking by, you're like, you and my daughter, or you and she have a lot in common. Her mother was a drunk. You know, and she's the mother, you know, it's lines like that, that are funny, but it's still taking the, the situation, uh, seriously. And that's the main thing I like about the show is I think they work well together. They, you know, like the, the whole episode where they got, they were basically getting high on helping people. <laughs> so they decide to track a drunk down in yes. the wild to
1: help. And then she's like, I just had a bad day. Yeah. I loved um i loved partially because it was judy greer and partially because it's just funny um i just think that they really hit funny notes and they really hit dramatic notes i think I, I read somewhere they said that anna Ferris was really learning how to play the straight woman well like she was so for so long was like the you know sexy i don't even know how to explain it
2: well almost like the sexy goofy one that was causing yeah. all the problems and now that's you know Bonnie is the one that's causing
1: exactly. all the problems and she and... has to
2: she has to deal with those I mean she gets some lines here and there and stuff but I also like that they've expanded out the ensemble that there's now a regular group from yeah. the group that they you know they go out to lunch with or I love Jamie meet up Pressley's. at other times oh, and
1: I think Jamie Presley is amazing and I want her around all the time
2: you watched the episode, Kyle, that you didn't find anything funny? No,
0: it was like, the <laughs> la- it was one of those where it was like the laugh track. I was completely silent the whole time, and all I hear is this laugh track going. I'm like, some people, like,
2: this is like a cue that I was supposed to find this funny, but... It's like, never a good sign when the, when the laugh track points out all the things <laughs> that you don't think are funny.
0: Like it's even more of a drama than than a comedy, but people are laughing the whole time.
2: Well yeah. that's the thing though, is is they do they are hitting a dramatic subject, but I think they do a really good job of I mean, it's almost in some respects, sort of the gallows humor uh type of thing in places. Yeah. But it also has some of the hangout comedy type stuff where they're just sort of, you know, goofing on each other and and uh as friends will do and stuff. And so I don't know. I just, uh, I like that. It's both funny and has something to it an ongoing storyline where character development, you know, even they had Bonnie have a setback, but she's still trying to grow from that. But daughter has grown, you know, is now back in school. And, and so they're not just, completely doing a reset to keep it exactly the same. They're letting these characters grow and try and get better and, but maybe fail here and there, have setbacks, but still, but still there's forward momentum going. Exactly. It's not like a two and a half men or something like that, where they would have some sort of character growth and then they would reset back to zero for like the next season and all would be forgot. So that they could keep everybody in the exact same place because that's where they drew the funny from, and they weren't able to or didn't want to try and figure out how to do funny with a character that continued to grow right and there's other shows that have done something similar that's just the one that off the top of my head I mean big Bang theory has let characters grow
0: well
2: and things a little bit <laughs> and uh but it's the it's the shows that tend to reset things to try and keep it at that this is what people like, so we gotta keep it there,
1: yeah,
2: and you're like, no you can you can incrementally change, and so it feels like you're you're getting something for continuing to watch the show
0: well, that's more like the old classic comedy mentality versus more modern stuff, definitely yeah. has like the character development,
2: yeah, almost a more a more serialization into the, you know, into the comedy. I mean, you would get some, but I also think, I mean, you get some in old shows, like obviously 10 years of friends, they weren't in the same place that they were when they, when the show started. Yeah. But then a show like Seinfeld, they basically were, you know, at the end of the show in the same places where they started for the most part, there wasn't a lot of change. That was really about whatever, and older shows, there were, there would be you know differences over the time, but you could really, you could really just watch a show, and not need to know anything. A show like Mom, you to get some of the stuff, you might actually need
1: to oh, yeah, sort of watch no some of the stuff because stuff. yeah,
2: you don't get some of the relationships and things like that. That some things are funny because of you know that these two people have had this interaction in the past. And that's why this thing that they said now is funny. But if you haven't seen that.
1: No. Yeah. I don't know. I love it. I can't wait for more episodes. I'm just I'm glad people are embracing it because um, it was not well rated. I don't think it's still very highly rated, but people do seem to enjoy it. So keep on keeping on, even if you don't know what's happening, Kyle. And you'll love it. <laughs>
0: I'll watch it once a uh, once a year when when you guys right. watch it. On- I
1: feel like it's true that you do that because I feel like you watched it once prior when I was on the podcast with you for the exact same reason.
0: <laughs> it was like the season was finale. The I think. Season?
2: Yeah. Was Yeah, the season yeah. Two yeah. finale? <laughs> it's
1: Hysterical. Um, and now our final show. Kyle's new
2: favorite show.
1: Kyle's thought- new favorite show. I should point out that I really liked it uh superstore season one episode one pilot and episode two magazine profile
2: technically i think magazine profile is actually supposed to was supposed to have been at some point episode six but oh it's playing as episode two so i guess it's going down as episode two but so what did you think there uh kyle why'd you love superstore so much I was laughing out loud throughout while watching this thing. At
0: what? I, Were you good? Yes. Oh my gosh, this is so good! Like, like first of all, like I loved uh, America Ferrera on Ugly Betty, and yes. she's great in this. Like, okay. I like seeing her doing comedy again. Yeah. Um, like she she was good on on The Good Wife, but I really like seeing her do comedy. I like her relationship with what is it? Is it ben Feldman? Is that what his name is? Uh, the yeah. other the guy yeah. who plays jonah um like i he 's also great i 've enjoyed all of his other shows, and so the two of them working together, I think they have great chemistry It'll be interesting to see like it looks like her character's married, so are they going to try to get them together or not and then the my absolute favorite character. Is Dina the one who was on that awful super fun yes, night? Lauren but Ash. she I is love her. hilarious in this. Like, I love her infatuation mm-hmm. with Jonah, and like Eric, she keeps mis misinterpreting uh, all of his waving and his cues. Oh, like, oh, what if someone wanted to have a relationship with someone in the office? You see her beam. Like, she is so good in this.
1: I like, just love the moment where she goes back back behind code green, and they're like, "Well, I don't know what a code green is." I sent the codes over to you yesterday. Like, I just. <laughs> Loved that. I thought Mark McKinney was hysterical.
0: If there's one character that's annoying... It's the jingle writing boyfriend yeah. or fiance. <laughs> he is just, but like, who holds up a store and then turns it into like a flash mob? Hysterical. Like, Hysterical. like Hysterical. granted, the flash mob was pretty cool, but yeah. you don't start it by <laughs> staging <laughs> a robbery. If you
1: really want d- me to kill you, oh, that's what I love, because he went in there like threatening to kill them before it turned <laughs> into a flash mob proposal.
0: <laughs> but I mean, overall, I, th- I really enjoy it. It's like a mix between The Office and. The non spy stuff of Chuck, like yeah. all mixed together, and like I just really enjoy. It. I like the setting. I like the little cutaways to just random like craziness that's going on with customers. Like I just thought it was really well done. I
1: love how f- there was babies everywhere, like but like various babies that people were just letting do whatever they wanted throughout the pilot. Like I love that the baby jumping in a playpen, a baby sitting in an aisle. I just loved that. I, I it's so good. I can't I believe you didn't like it, Jason. I, well, I mean, this I is the kind like of comedy. It. This is the kind of comedy you and I usually agree. I know, on.
2: that's that's what I said <laughs> when I saw your tweet that you uh, that you enjoyed it that I was like, that's weird because we usually on these these style comedies tend to yeah. tend to agree, tend to disagree on the more oddball or you know, FX style comedies or whatever you want to call them. Um I don't know. I I watched four episodes of it and I very seldom even cracked a smile like I just I think part of it is that uh, other than other than America Ferrera's character none of them seem real. All of them seem too over the top.
1: Have you been to a Walmart?
2: <laughs> it just uh the characters in the office were ex- slight ex- you know were exaggerations of people that you could that you knew from an office setting. Uh, They were, but they weren't so over the top. This one here, the pregnant teen, and especially like you guys didn't like him either, but especially the jingle writing boyfriend that thinks (laughs) that just dropping in a random phrase of a hot topic or uh, something in the news or, or whatever makes his music relevant and drop the mic worthy. It was just dumb. The way they introduced America Ferrara's character, I didn't particularly like her. It made her not likable. I think they do work well together. And I think you see from seeing some of the later episodes that they work well together. But I still don't find a lot of what they're doing to be funny. Uh, I don't buy that the boss would ever (laughs) end up in charge of anything. And the character that you guys like the most... I almost like the least, except for the jingle-writing boyfriend. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) I
2: I don't find her funny. I don't find her over-the-top stuff. You know, her extreme by-the-book nature of following the rules of, uh, you know, of the corporate code or whatever, and all of that stuff, I I don't find her character funny at all. Just over-the-top annoying, but not in a good way. Not like a Dwight you know, shrewd on The Office kind of way. Given that some of these people are from The Office, you can see where they
1: kind of tried to... I'll give it... who's it... from The Office? Wait, creators of the show? Because nobody yeah. in the show was from yeah, the, the Office. Yeah, the creator
2: from The Show. Yeah, the yeah. the creator of The Show. The, the people behind The Show had some... worked on The Office. But I'll give it that maybe, much like The Office, is that maybe they need... A first season and then a second season would be good. (laughs) (laughs) But for me, I've seen what they're showing as the first two episodes, and then I watched the other two as a screener. Apparently, as of today, a third episode is available on Hulu. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Uh, So I guess you could watch... I'm not sure which one it is uh, that's, that's available, but... From what I could figure out of the episodes that were offered as screeners, it was episode one, three, six, and eight. And so you're seeing, even here, seeing episode six, you're seeing halfway into the run
1: mm-hmm.
2: and seeing episode eight. And for me, still not finding much of anything funny, I was like, They're well into it, and it's just not working for me.
1: Well, it was working for me from the get-go. I loved every minute of it. I think it's because I love the sarcasm. I love sarcastic America Ferreira. I love her.
2: And spoiler alert, it's time period companion telenovela. Not so hot on it either.
0: I haven't yeah, had a
1: chance
2: to watch that,
0: but that was awesome that from the ads, too. I can't wait to check that one out. <laughs> I do like
1: Diana Maria Riva very much. She's in it. <laughs> Trying to say something positive. but uh,
2: Yeah, yeah. But anytime you pull the somebody from the good guys out and put them on a show. Yes. But yeah, I didn't did particularly care for that one. <laughs> that one either. But the two together sort of make sense as these sort of oddball workplace comedies. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how well they worked. Did anybody look to see, like, what the overnight ratings were for it? All I saw was some
0: story that said it did well uh, after The Voice. So I I don't know what the ratings are.
1: I'm going to to check Joe because he'll have it.
0: Everything does well after The Voice. (laughs) So can we just put this after The Voice until it gets to the second season when Jason will love it?
2: A month later when it premieres in January... And it leads off Monday nights, uh, probably not so much.
1: Looks like he doesn't have any um, new ratings posted today.
0: I see TV, TV by the numbers. Is that what you're looking No, at? TV
1: Mojo. I always follow him, Joe Adalian.
0: Uh, Let's see. So... 10,
1: oh, I heard 10. Motham did well. Superstore has an okay start. It Rick says
0: 2.2 slash 7 and a 7.97...
1: Well, that's 7.97 million viewers. Viewers. That's actually and a really good retention.
0: Then the second one was 1.9
2: slash 6 and 6.15. Which is
1: actually, for a second half hour, that's actually really good retention on the voice.
2: That's also got to be like the most people that's watched a comedy on NBC in years. Oh, for
1: sure. <laughs>
2: 100%. I mean, because wasn't, uh, wasn't like Carmichael show or something like that? Like one of its better premieres? Yeah. <laughs> And it was only at like three or four million viewers or something? Exactly. So at least it got some you know, it got some eyeballs, but uh I don't know. If you got a chance to watch it, write in and let us know what you thought of Superstore. Are you Are
1: you on the right side of things with me and Kyle? Or are you wrong, like Jason? Is this a comedy that know. you buy
2: or do you not? Is this something that will be found in the discount bin?
1: Oh my in god! Years to
2: come. Did you enjoy the Blue Light special
0: <laughs> premiere Troop at Beverly ten p.m. Hills. on Monday?
1: Troop Beverly Hills was in the discount bin at Walmart on Black Friday, so don't judge a book by its discount bin uh, cover. Because <laughs> True Beverly Hills is the best show, best movie ever made. What is this? So when
0: someone looks in that discount bin, they say Troop Beverly Hills. What a thrill! Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, anyway, that's prime time today, and now we're going to talk about some reality. Guys, Survivor continues to be amazing this year! Oh my god! I never know who's getting voted out, I never know who's going to change their mind at the last minute, I never know how any votes ever go, and I cannot fathom how Steven didn't realize that by splitting the votes, he would lose! He's an it. They,
0: they it made no sense. <laughs> it was just painful to watch. <laughs> like you have your chance to get rid of one of the most powerful physical threats, and why did you then he's mess it up? So
1: cocky about it too. He's like, I'm taking Joe's vote. Well, yeah, by taking Joe's vote and not voting for Joe twice, you went home. <sighs> I do understand the theory behind sending Sierra home. She was trying to play the game she was making big moves and she was and they were paying off so towards you know, at the end of when everything was happening she could be looked at as a good player because she made the moves but then to save Fishback to waste his idol to have Fishback just leave in the next episode oh poetic justice I don't like Jeremy yep <laughs> Ugh. do you have a favorite of who's left
0: uh, I'm still rooting for Spencer he's been my I'm pick terrible. from the beginning
1: and I'm so glad he was able to kind of like eke by, but now he's actually a good, like he's playing a good social game on top of everything else, which was his downfall last time because he was terrible last well, time. Well, his
0: downfall was also that awful, horrible woman. I was so glad to see her go. Uh, Cass? What's Cass? Yes, Cass. Cass. She, yes. Her,
1: okay, Cass, nobody ever named her Chaos Cass. She calls herself that. She doesn't really <laughs> wreak havoc, but she calls herself Chaos Cass because she thinks she wreaks chaos on the camp. And everybody's like, I don't know where she thinks that happened from. (laughs) Oh, Cass was the worst. But I did like when she and Spencer sort of had to work together this season.
0: But I still Um, didn't trust her at all. Me
1: either. Um, I like Joe. I actually would love to see Keith win. Just because he would totally accidentally win, like he would be a total accident. Where everybody's like, they probably all talk beforehand. They're like, "Oh, you're voting for Joe? Then I don't need to vote for Joe. I'll throw Keith a a bone, and then Keith gets nine votes."
0: If it was anyone else that didn't take that, took the the immunity over uh, doing the challenge, they would have been voted out. But like, no one sees him as a threat. So like,
1: nobody sees his his going for immunity as like trying to undermine anybody else he went for unity cause he likes to compete. Cause he's like this good old boy from the South. Like this far, like he just is such a good guy that everybody's like, he wasn't doing it strategically. He just wanted to play, which I thought was great. Yeah. I want Abby Maria. She needs to go. I can't oh, stand she's
0: her. Yeah. She's just as cannot annoying. I cannot
1: stand too. her. Is Tasha still there?
0: Uh, I think so.
1: Yeah. Tasha's still there. Uh, I just, I don't want Jeremy to win. Kelly Wentworth, I like that she's found a second idol. Like, both of her ch- idols have been totally by chance, but I like how she's been able to, you know, get them because they have not been in very hidden locations that she's been able to find the actual idols. Like, at a, at a, I love the addition of them adding idols to the, like, competitions like to the yeah. challenges, i think that's fantastic
0: plus they make them have to try to do it in open daylight with exactly. everyone around
1: exactly and like hiding it under their camp that's amazing and also i know for sure that this week is going to make me cry because it's the family visit <laughs> it's the family visit you guys and it always makes me cry i was I like, watching some reality show oh america's next top model which is just the worst show ever but the series finale is on Friday, and I'm very upset about it. Um, series finale being the operative word. Um, But the episode where their moms all visited, I was a crying mess. Just because it's their moms. <sighs> anyway. So that Survivor, I love it. I really, honestly, have no idea who's going to win. I have no idea who's going to be voted out next. Like, it's so unpredictable at 31 seasons. Like, it's unheard of. Compared to our next show, The Amazing Race which is just a shit show. And if that Diana and if Justin and Diana win, like yes, they've actually been very good at the race and they're keeping up, but it's just
0: But they're obnoxious. He's they're obnoxious, obnoxious and annoying.
1: Oh. Oh, he's
0: but so- I'm I'm convinced that they added this third U-turn just to try to get rid of them. <laughs> like cuz they've never had a third U-turn before. Yeah, like, I'm wondering I'm, if like I'm they're so- like they're so these shit. people are winning too much. No one everyone's that- going to get bored.
1: And that's exactly what I, I, mean, there had to have been something where they're pretty, like, because there's been a lot more bunching, too, where they've, like, forced them to kind of all start at the same time again, because they were so far ahead so many times. Yeah. So, I'm interested to see, I mean, the previews make it look like something disastrous happens to their game. Yeah,
0: but they're just trying to get our hopes up.
1: <laughs> exactly, because nobody will tune in if they don't try to get our hopes up about that. Um, who's even left? I would love the newscasters to win. Um, I would love Chris. I hate how much they seem to hate each other. Chris and Logan. They're gone. No, they, they made it within like seconds of the mother son, right?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Um, but Logan is a friend's friend. So I kind of feel like I need to root for her. And I mean, anybody but Justin and Diana, I can't. That's pretty
0: much where I'm at too. (laughs) Like
1: it, it reminds me of Jonathan and Andrea from years ago where he would just yell at her. Oh, he was the worst. Oh, no, Jonathan and Victoria, not Andrea. Jonathan and Victoria, they were the worst, and they won. And I hated that season. Um, so The Amazing Race, I don't think I will be watching the social media season that starts in February. Uh, but we'll uh, see. I'll
0: be watching, but I don't know who any of those people are. But
1: Yeah, I mean, I always say I'm not going to watch it, but it's easy to watch on a Friday night when nothing else is on, or like a Saturday morning when I just wake up. Like, it's an easy show to put on and kind of mill about my day. And then Master Chef Junior, I just really love all the kids. I think they're hysterical. The one kid, Ian, I tweeted that he has the most, like, his face is so reactive. Like, his facial expressions are so over-exaggerated, and I think it's just a function of him being, like, an eight-year-old kid. But he's hysterical, and I tweeted about it, and then he wrote back that he had a great time on the show. I was like, well, I'm glad you did, Ian, young child, chef who could cook circles around me. I still hate Christina Tosi. I still think she's the worst.
0: I haven't seen any of this new season yet. It's like piling up.
1: I just don't like her. I didn't like her on MasterChef. I just, she tries so hard to be, I don't know, like angry. Like she tries to be the angry Joe because they don't have the angry Joe anymore. But she's just no Joe and I hate her. But. I love the show and I'm so glad it's still on. Excuse me. It's on. I mean, I guess I could really add America's next top model. I mentioned it a little bit. It is a sad day for me that the series finale of a show I've watched for 22 cycles will be ending. Uh series finale is on Friday of this week. And I really, really hope that Lacey or Niall win. Um, because Mame and Mikey annoy me. And I'm sad to see America's next top model go because I watched it for so long. And I love that show. And Tyra and her craziness and insanity and fierce and love. So, that's reality. TV recommendations. I don't think I have one. Here's, that's a lie. I've been catching up on The Mindy Project, <laughs> season four, which has been on Hulu, which I always forget is on because it's not on normal TV anymore. I hate Danny. So, my recommendation is that the writers kill off Danny. <laughs> He's just such a mess. He's just such a jackass this season. He wants Mindy to stay home. He wants Mindy to have more kids. He wants Mindy to quit all of her jobs. He doesn't want her to succeed. He wants to like, I don't know. He's, it doesn't seem, yes, he was always kind of like this macho Italian guy, but it just seems like character, um, assassination, and I would, do, my TV recommendation and You want to is turn to watch... that into
2: real assassination.
1: Exactly. <laughs> my recommendation is for you to watch Mindy and just fast forward through any Danny scenes.
2: So, what you're saying is what became the best part of the show in the last season has yep. now become the worst part of the show?
1: Yeah. Garrett Dillahunt is amazing on the show. And I still continue to love um, Morgan and Mindy and their weird, weird relationship.
0: Hmm. I've only seen like four of the episodes four or five of the episodes but i thought it was still good maybe something well, it's just these uh, past
1: couple episodes because yeah. i was totally into it until danny became a total like you're stay home with the kids instead of like asking if she would like to stay home with the kids i don't know it just feels weird so that's my recommendation everyone else
2: mine is hannibal season three hits blue blu-ray and dvd on tuesday december 8th the uh, that just was a reminder that uh that's a uh, a really good show even though it sort of got cut short uh, it's still it's still worth watching because maybe one day they'll come back and do more who knows but uh even though there's a lot of food in it i wouldn't recommend eating while you're watching <laughs> <laughs> or even maybe watching like right after you ate or right before you go to bed but other than that it's really good Unless you want to have dreams of
0: Danny Castellano getting killed and eaten, then.
2: (laughs) Then you can combine the two recommendations (laughs) into one. But, yeah, that's
0: mine. Uh, And so my recommendation is a network. Uh, Apparently there's this channel called Antenna TV that's – I think it's syndicated. It's on different – you can go to antennatv.tv and look up what channel it is. But they they have lots of really old, uh, like, uh, sitcoms and things but then I saw that now they also have like late 80s shows like Doogie Houser, Mr. Belvedere, Small Wonder, New Heart and Family Ties so like it's it, I know everyone it's peak TV so what I'm looking for is more old stuff to add to, <laughs> my, <laughs> add to my queue but it's all uh, standard death so it doesn't take up much room on the, on the TiVo. But uh, it's nice to be able to just uh, watch some of these old shows that I I loved as a kid, just to check them out again and see some of the cases, wonder why I like them, but uh, (laughs) others, just uh, nostalgic fun, just seeing them again. You
1: mentioned Mr. Belvedere. I remember I had a black and white TV in my bedroom. This was like, I want to say... 15 16 years ago and I couldn't remember for the life of me like what Mr. Belvedere was. I knew I watched it as a child, but I couldn't remember what the show was like at all. Uh so I and I found out like through TV guide or something. Like this was before the internet was really huge. Um so I found out through the paper TV guide that Mr. Belvedere was on like 3:30 in the morning on one of our really like one of the PBS channels. So I was like 13 years old and I set my alarm for 3.30 in the morning so I could get up and watch a Mr. Belvedere episode just so I could remember what it was like.
2: Sounds perfectly fine to me.
1: It was worth it. (laughs) Um, But it was the weirdest thing I think I've done in a while.
2: It is funny, though, to go back and watch some old shows that you remember either liking as a kid or as you were growing up at some point and then seeing them now. And going, what was it that I, why would
1: I? Like, Full House? You,
2: you mean, know, like, like, why did eight-year-old me connect with Golden Girls? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, What exactly
2: did you, did you? uh Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, guess, yeah, age-wise, I guess that, I mean, but then, I mean, there are things like that that you can go, you go back now and you can, you can obviously see why that was so good. It's still funny now. Yeah. Maybe more so because you actually get more of the jokes (laughs) than when you were eight, (laughs) Um, considering what a lot of the jokes were about. But, yeah, there are some shows that you just – you go back and you're just like, this is – like, even for the time, like, you go, this is terrible. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's not well made. (laughs) You know, it's not – because sometimes you got to get over the – like, not just being in standard def, but – Although, apparently, I'm used to that because that's how NBC puts all their screeners up, apparently, is in standard <laughs> def. In some sort of weird, squished standard yeah, def. I don't
0: wanna... Well, let's like I was watching uh, Manimal, like a series from 1983 on DVD. Like, it was so horrible. Like, the effects were ho- just awful. But the... F- the fact that it was so campy and horrible made it so incredibly entertaining to watch these days. Like, (laughs) I wonder, like, did people actually enjoy it the same way then, or did they think it was like a serious, like action adventure show? Like,
2: yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you got to take special effects or that type of stuff out. You got to sort of compare it to other stuff at the time, especially TV wise. But sometimes you can look at that stuff and you can go, "Wow!" Even at the time, that is really bad because you can <laughs> you can cause you can think of another show that was taking place and at, at the same time, you know that was so much better with that type of stuff. But yeah, it is kind of interesting to go back and in in that respect too. You watch old stuff and and now it's you're like, this is some campy fun. But did they mean it to be? like is it the scorpion of its day <laughs> well, Plus, these, these shows
0: definitely also like some of these older shows they were definitely not made with binging in mind and so you watch it and a lot of it is like just so repetitive yeah, yeah. over and over again and you like they never thought someone was going to sit there and try to watch like 20 episodes of mr Belvedere in a row or something but
1: yes
2: yeah or even watch all 20 episodes that season or something you yeah. know, like they were uh, so much more of tv was built to you could tune in any time and you know every week and and then it would go off the air for 3 weeks where, or 4 weeks and it would just be reruns and yes and so when you did come back or if you did watch it you know you were it didn't seem quite as so yeah, I've seen I wonder if it's the same I know one of the I know one of the local networks TV networks here broadcast out, you know, like on the digital.
0: Mhm. Yeah.
2: They broadcast out a channel that has that I see, you know, that is playing stuff like The A-Team and
0: yeah, there's two different channels. There's one that plays all like the sitcoms and another one that plays all these like a lot of them are like westerns and uh and I think it may play the A Team and some other stuff like that too. I
1: know my dad watches all day.
2: Yeah, because I I think there I can't remember. So it might be something similar to that that I've I've seen. I wonder if there. I'll have to look. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes where you can find the link to Antenna TV and and uh, where you can find out if you have one available to you in your area or on your cable package or what have you. But but yeah, I know there's a I know there's at least one. That shows up there, and uh, every once in a while you you like if you're scrolling through the thing and you'll be like a team <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely one of those shows that i go when I go back to I still sort of see like what I liked about it, but mm-hmm. it's so ridiculous now, <laughs> yes, I mean it was ridiculous at the time that that they were shooting machine guns and almost nobody ever and nobody ever died and but, but, as a kid, very, you yeah you you think
0: about it a lot differently, and like you're like this is awesome, look at them shooting each other, they're
2: shooting at each other, <laughs> think you know vehicles were always blowing up or flipping over, or something, but somebody would get up and walk away, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. at the end of it be, right before it exploded, or something, and so like uh, the bad guys never the both the good and the bad guys never died or. Or like the army that was chasing them, you know, nobody ever. And so some of that stuff now that you see it with, you know, adult eyes, it's it's so much more ridiculous now. Yeah. And so you can see some of those type of things. But but yeah, that it's always fun to go back and check out uh, some old favorites or even stuff that you may have never watched because it's even older than... You don't have to stay up till 3 a.m. to watch Mr. Belvedere.
1: You don't have to (laughs) set an alarm to wake up at 3.30 to watch Mr. Belvedere and then go back to bed. (laughs) So those are our recommendations.
0: You can find links to uh, to our recommendations and the news stories we talked about, as well as where you can find (laughs) Kyle (laughs) 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 online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 301. Next week, Jason will be back with Kyle and Mike from the TVI podcast.
1: Yes, I will be
2: back again next week.
1: Kyle will be back next week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and hopefully Mike will be feeling better and, and be back with us next week. Because if you listen to the, all the way through to the end of last week's episode, you'll be going, Kyle's not Mike. <laughs> and it's true. Uh, Mike ended up under the weather. But hopefully he'll be feeling better and who'll be on next week where we can finally talk about that week walking dead finale and maybe get some Jessica Jones and a few other things talked about on this podcast.
1: Yeah. All right.
2: And then Kyle with his regularly scheduled appearance.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Kyle will be back. Thanks everybody. All right. Have a good night. Good night. Bye.
2: Bye. (laughs) Okay, so...
1: uh, Oh, wait, I was like, you know you have to say something, Jason, like, you're next. I was like... Oh, my God.
2: I'm saying, yes, we're recording now, so Amory, say something. Hello. And Kyle. Hello. Okay, so... (laughs) Okay, so we uh, we are officially recording, so... So I should just start with the welcome. Yeah, so, so anytime yeah. you want to start, Kyle, and then Amory, you can jump in and interrupt him, and then,
1: <laughs> and then we can. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
0: Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 301. 301? 300. <laughs> <laughs> nice oh, going,
2: Kyle. <laughs>
1: you could <laughs> okay. it without me. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> You made it seven words in before you stumble. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice going. <laughs>
0: now i got to stop laughing. Okay.
2: Welcome to TV
0: Times 3, episode 301. On this episode, we've got a few news items, and then we'll be talking about Grandfathered... <laughs> sorry. The Grinder, Young and Hungry, Life in Pieces, Mom, and the series premiere of Superstore plus a brief reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 301. I'm
2: Kyle. Are you going to go, is- Avery? <laughs> <laughs> I'm There's like, are too- they still there?
1: <laughs> Wasn't Kyle going to say where he's from?
0: You told me I should just be Kyle. <laughs> like you,
1: you Remember? <laughs> you're like, you're just
0: Kyle. Don't say where you're from.
1: No, no. I've said Jason doesn't have to say, and joining us this week because he's oh, okay.
0: So I should say, I'm Kyle from no
1: I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com.
2: And I'm Jason the TV holic from TVholic.com.
1: When you almost broke during <laughs> grandfathered. <laughs> I am sitting I, here with tears in my eyes. I, I laughed oh more god.
2: saying the name of the show than I laughed watching the show. I was like, oh "Why are god. you sorry about saying grandfathered?"
1: Oh my god, you made it through. That was really that was better than I do, and I've been doing it for 300 episodes. So the news. Thank you, Kyle, for that introduction. Also, I would also just like to point out that I thought I was going last, so I was surprised when I said, "I'm." <laughs> <my memory. laughs> Oh, I should warn the people listening that we've already been on the phone for a half an hour because yeah, we, we had were... a lot of stuff to get done. We had to convince Kyle that he needs to fly Southwest. <laughs> yes. Not to anything in particular, just yeah, because. Just to
2: get over his anxiety about not having an assigned seat. I, to <laughs> assign
1: I always do love though. And now we're going to go on a Southwest tangent because now I'm thinking about it. But I always love when there's like. Someone who hasn't flown Southwest before and they're always like, oh, I get to pick my seat. Like there's never fails. There's one person in line that does that. And I love that. Usually it's my father. And he's flown it quite a few times. In the news, ABC Family soon to be free. So those are our recommendations. Kyle, you're up.
2: Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't read out true, right? I just say it. Kyle was. (laughs) Kyle was unsure that since you you forced the opening upon him that he also had to do the yes. closing. <laughs> so
0: should I read you exactly what's here cuz it'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can find links to